Welcome to the Window Podcast, where you get a look into our personal takes on current affairs and social commentary. We are your co-hosts, Falarin, Joel. <laughs> no, ladies, ladies first. Go on. Joel. And I'm Josh. <laughs> Welcome. We're back Guys, again. working on an intro and it'll get better. Yeah, yeah bear with us. As time goes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, no, that was good. Um, okay, <laughs> so we're back again. We're back again. Um, and I don't know if you guys obviously tuned in to our last episode. Um, what is WAP's problem or RAP's problem with WAP? Um, you know, we spoke about a lot of of um particularly controversial things on there in particular um the mega stallion and cardi b video wop uh i feel like we have some quite critical things to say about that so if you haven't you guys call already, it wop or wap wap i call it wop wouldn't that wop. be an o yeah i guess so right but like i don't know I, I mean just, the I word just, the word that is a in is is ah it's not it's not oh, word, ah. Ah. I feel like you can't even say it, Josh. A-E-R. No, it's wet it's wet ass, not wet us. Wet wet ass. <laughs> you gotta say ass. <laughs> okay. Wet a a is a is what Oh my god. Whop. Whop. <laughs> Wap. Wap. Wap, wap, wap. Okay. And we spoke about female rap in general. Yeah, we spoke about, about female rap. Spoke about all that good stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, go check that out if you guys haven't already. Um, but outside of that, though, how are you guys doing this week? How are you holding up? Yeah. Um, good. 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 Yeah. Went back to work, guys. You're back in work. Yeah, furlough's yeah. over. Back to work. Back on the grind. Tech recruiter, hit me up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back to work. But That's do you nice. have to be back in the building to do that? Um, it's a sales role at the end of the day. So you know, got to be on the floor. You know, <laughs> but it's um in and out. So like two days a week at home, few days in. Just messes up with my train ticket, to be honest. But whatever. Like, I'm back in. I miss them people, man. Genuinely. Yeah. I saw them. I was oh, like, so oh my gosh, I actually so miss you guys. you all the way into London? Oh, I work, I work in Reading. I work near me. Oh, it's okay. like 20 minutes. That's, that's, yeah, it's calm. That's calm. That's very I did calm. work in London, though. And I used to see Josh in the train station all the time. Which Josh? <laughs> you. In me? Waterloo. You yeah, I see you in Waterloo all the time. But you're always walking really, really fast. Yeah, so. Really fast. Like you've, got, you've always got somewhere to be. That's how, the, long, yeah. how long does it never, never take time to smell the London. Um, I worked in London like nearly like nearly a year and a half ago now. Oh, okay, that could more. possibly make sense. Waterloo. Like, I worked literally opposite Waterloo Station, something tower. Um... Yeah, 
I used to and I was walking through. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I'll be getting my um, coffee. Uh, what's that? What's that coffee place called? Something Bueno. Nah, it's like a. There's not many of them. Benigo. I never heard of that. It's upstairs. Was that on my own? Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He's just quite smart to work. You're really smart, like really cool. Okay, if 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 I was dressing really smart, there's two possibilities. If if I was dressing really smart, then it means Mm. I was. I was going to hearings for my current job. Right. But if I was smart-ish, then it means it was me going to my old job because my old job was uh, in um, West London. But I never... Right. I always took I always took the underground all the way. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but it would be like you going to the... Going to, to like the, the underground. Oh, it was... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Either to the underground, or I'd see you going towards like the far, like where the um twenty twenty one twenty two. Yeah, like the really far trains. Yeah, yeah, which is the ones that I take. So yeah. I was, I used to see it all the time. Genuinely, all the time. Wow, you didn't <laughs> didn't try and like say hi or anything. No, because you're always walking so fast. <laughs> I have no energy to be shouting at people. Like, mm. anyway, whatever. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy like do you imagine the amount of people like that see you and like i don't know how to describe it like people that you know but you don't like yeah like i yeah, i don't know no, how like, to describe it but yeah, it's yeah, weird because now i'm like, thinking bro, like, imagine if i was people... doing some like weird stuff right and <laughs> she was just dead. <laughs> like the weirdest stuff like talking to myself like, so, i don't I'm, talk <laughs> So, if you guys, if you guys come in for going to and from work, then like, do you not usually see people um, that you know? Isn't it like doesn't that happen all the time? When That's I worked in London, I used to see people all the time. All the time. I just had no interest in speaking to anyone. But like, yeah, you see people all the time from our law course all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, all the time. All the time. But yeah. not so much now, Reading, right? Pardon? Not so much now in Reading. No. Can you hear me, by the way? Like, yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Um, yeah, no, that's that's okay. And just you, how are you living? What's good? Um, everything's the same with me, but I went and bought a new desk. And, <sighs> mate, <laughs> I realized this DIY life is not for me. It was an IKEA desk. I completely botched it. Got it. I was, I my table was looking like Renee. My table was looking like Renee. No, don't say that. That is not nice. <laughs> that is not nice. Oh, mate. I spent like four hours on it. Um, the first day, got it completely wrong. Used it the next day, but. My, my, like I, you know when you're using something but you know it's wrong yeah so it just kept on getting to me and then like halfway through working i just stopped and i was like no nah, i'm gonna fix this thing once and for all so i basically had to take it apart and put it back together again but we got it right we got it right so so we're, we're 
we got we're, we're we're happy, but yeah, this DIY thing is not it's not my bag. Anything to do with using your hands, I'm rubbish. Well, it's weird because obviously I play I play um instruments, but outside of playing instruments, anything to do with like art or using your hands or cooking or anything, I'm terrible, 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 terrible. So it's weird. Why do you think that is? What kind you of instruments do you play? Is it the stuff that you just have to do? I, I play church instruments, Joel. So I don't play like <laughs> the violin. <laughs> to be I fair, play... my sister plays no, violin. She she plays violin church. Church. What? Church my sister plays violin and she plays violin in church. Oh, which what, what kind of church do you go? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about our type of church. I'm not talking about violin type of church. It's, if you mean is it predominantly white? No, but like her church that she plays violin in has got a little bit more of a mixture of people. Like that's her uni church. But oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. And they but found I, a way to accommodate the violin. Yeah, but I've seen bare like bare violins played. Anyway, do you play piano? I do like <laughs> trumpets and stuff like that. I play, play I play a little bit of the piano. Drums. Like I can fill in drums once again. It's like a little bit I can fill in. Cool. So what? But you I played? played. I played a bass. Oh. Yeah. But the church girls love you, man. Playing the bass. The musicians in church, man. That's the people that everyone wants. <laughs> so everybody wants Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Everyone's also looking for a husband. So they can settle down with their man of God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh. no, it's the drummers that get the attention, it's not bass guitar. No, it's the bass guys. Like, what's it? What's this? Nah, man, you, you, got the, you got the techers, you off it. It's the drummers, man. It's the drummers. <laughs> that little bit of sweat coming down the, 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 the um, oh, the forehead. <laughs> that's that's what gets the musicians are trouble, man. The musicians in church are trouble. Not Josh I'm, though. Josh no, is, not trouble. Josh we invite great. we we invite the Holy Spirit. We set we set the scene. I'm taking the piss, of course. Yeah. Okay. Right. So well, I mean, it's good. It's good to know that we're we're, we're keeping we're keeping. Um, How are you doing? No, I'm all right. I'm cool. I'm cool. So, um, this week has been hazy. Just me trying to. Balance, balance, balance of work life. Few days in, few days out, as well. Yeah, like a living. Feels like September is a month of change and new beginnings, etc. Et yeah, getting back into the flow of stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely a comment. I don't know the, the the rain that we've had for the past few days. Anyway, is just washing all our sins away, right? That's yeah, what I, no, I needed that rain, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I get sick and tired of like tossing and turning every night, and yeah, waking up in sweat like all over my. It's a my very body. traumatic experience. Like it's not comfortable, much, man. Deeply, deeply uncomfortable. But yeah, in any case, um, so I think what we want to start off with is, um, um, we want to start off talking about. Uh, uh, the proms. Are you guys familiar with the proms? Somewhat, the yeah. proms. Small, small. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard of it. 
Yeah, no, so it's a it's an annual um event uh that has taken place for literal centuries. Um uh classical music is played all throughout the summer in in Britain and it's on the main channel every day all throughout the summer. And for the last night of this year's BBC proms, it's been said that um they're not going to play the lyrics to two um, pieces or um, classical musical pieces, um, Royal Britannia and A Land of Hope and Glory. Um, this was the conductor's decision um, because they wanted to, they saw it as, a, as an avenue for change. And in doing so, they wanted to, they removed the lyrics because of the fact that those words have links to colonialism. Um, well, obviously, it's a, um, I can't, I don't know what the lyrics are in particular, but Google um, it. yeah, let's Google it. Okay, so got Royal Britannia, Britannia rules the waves, Britons never, never, never shall be slaves. Oh, damn, when <laughs> Britain first at heaven's command arose from the azure main i think we've got the bit that is supposedly that is mad though uh so of a land of hope and glory (laughs) (laughs) okay go on go on go on go on go on on. um there's a few um verses down the haughty tyrants near shall tame all their attempts to bend thee down will be aroused thy generous flame but work thy woe and they thy renown to thee belong the rural reign thy city shall with commerce shine all thine shall be the subject's main and every shortest circle sign like literally they're like you guys are crap we're the best we're gonna <laughs> like we're gonna take your land and yet yeah, literally like at heaven's command okay all right, Britain. Okay. I've okay. never, I've just, I've sang that song like, Rule Britannia, like in school. I've sang it like, I'm very yeah. annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I've heard people say Rule Britannia before. I've heard like, people say Cool, cool Britannia as well. Mm. But I guess that so, was a more modern thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is, as we're both finding out, we're all finding out right now. That's, that's quite shocking, right? It's quite pervasive. I just wanted to ask. I don't find it shocking. No, it's not shocking. <laughs> I, don't find it shocking. Like, I don't find it shocking at all. It's just a bit like, wow. It's a racist song, 100%. Well, you maybe, maybe not that necessarily racist. racist. No, but like, do you, guys, do, you, do you guys listen to classical music? Is that, is that your band? I don't listen though? to no classical music. So, I used to. Do, I know like one of Beethoven's things. Like when I hear it, I know that's Beethoven. But other than that, I don't know any classical music. I used to you need to like study and stuff, but yeah. it's not like I know it. I just used yeah. to play. Used to used to play on Spotify. And listen. So I mean, my my thing is like like is because you, you in you know in the first place you're not necessarily like the first target audience to this kind of music, are you? Not really, it's not no. something. Yeah, it's not really your back. So how how do you think you should feel about it? Like right now, based on the fact that you know, 
but the song Royal Britannia, as I just said, like as a kid, like I've heard it and heard it sang, heard it sung, and like it's been around. I feel mm. like I feel like it's like a second like national anthem, in a way, mm. um, and it's glorifying something that hurts a lot of people. Uh, concentration camps in Kenya, slavery around West Africa, literally raping the land in the Caribbean like terrible things that the British Army did to the rest of the world and yeah, yeah it might have been a thing to be proud of back in the day that they conquered like I understand like war and conquering and having like conquering lands was a thing to be proud of but when you're in a certain time I'm sure Germany at some point was also proud of what they were doing to the Jewish people now they completely rebuke it and they will not celebrate it in any way there was nothing great that came out of colonialism for er anyone else apart from the british like what yeah what yeah no i mean i understand so it was obviously only ever really beneficial to 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 britain and it was Mm -hmm. only it only ever functioned as uh like a, a seal of approval for the british themselves right yeah so with Boris then coming forward to say that, oh, it's ridiculous that, you know, that is ashamed of our history, our culture, da 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 Like, do you, think, do you think he's right in saying that? Because I'm obviously of the belief that he hasn't really thought about your perspective, which is specifically why even after he said that and then Trump weighed in on it, um, what? Like this, the BBC, Boris is a twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get this quote because this one's important. What did Trump say? I want to hear what he said because that guy, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he will say anything. Let me get the direct quote. I mean, whilst you're searching that up, me personally. Um, I didn't know the lyrics So when I read the lyrics I was like oh, okay this is new um, It's it's once again It's one of those situations It's about like Where you find yourself The times that you're in right Yeah Because um, Like we're in a completely different world From when that song was made um, So Is it fair to question Whether it's supposed to it should still be used I think it is fair to question it Um, Now me personally I wouldn't care Whether they take the lyrics out or not Uh, Because like I said I've never watched the proms I don't listen to classical music So me personally It doesn't affect me In any significant way Um, No of course it wouldn't I mean this is the point what, what What I think though is it's a weird one because it's like, okay, what, what, what culture doesn't celebrate something that is, um, isn't necessarily that doesn't have or carry some negative things about them, right? So, how do I put this? Right, we let's say we're talking about you know somewhere in 
Because um, at the end of the day, everybody needs some some kind of thing to be proud of, right? You need some kind of national identity or something, yeah? And if, for example, you have a place where they've done something and they feel that's their biggest achievement, right? By whatever measurement that they've come up with to decide that. Um, if they're not ready or if, because my thing is this, right? If, if we were to go and ask the people who have been, who are supposedly supposed to be offended by this, right? If we're going to ask them, how do you feel about it? And the majority of them say, I don't really care. Doesn't do much for my life. Is there really an issue to be made about it? It's just like, because we're going to have this conversation, but it's like, is it even worth having in the first place? Um, I think it's worth having, not from our side, though. I think it's worth on their side in terms of if British people actually want to be anti-racist, anti-whatever, like, caused racism. Like, colonialism was the hub for, like, anti-blackness. It it built that. Um, So, from on their side of things, yeah. I think it's relevant. On our side of things, I don't really give a crap about all of these symbolic signs of racism and slavery and all this kind of stuff um, because it doesn't affect my daily life. I'm more so um, concerned with with racism on the streets. I'm also concerned with how my kids are going to be treated one day, um, if I'm going to get a certain job because of my just because of my skin colour. Or if I'm, I'm going to get it because of the merit and have and make sure that my skin color isn't um, used in a way that um, is negative towards me, like that's what I'm more concerned about. I don't um, think, can I, I get a mortgage? I, stuff like that. <laughs> not yeah. Not that, that the, all, that, stuff. all that all that stuff is equally as important. But I mean, I think the the issue for 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 the why this is so obviously uh, contentious is because. It's it's to do with what some people might perceive as like erasure. So the them the lyrics being removed speaks to to some people as an indication that much of the things that they've celebrated, much of the things that their parents have celebrated, much of the things that their grandparents have celebrated is being erased or is being attacked. And nonsense. That's such nonsense. I feel like I feel like I feel like everybody should be able to celebrate what they want to celebrate about their culture or whatever. And if their celebration includes erasing the bad out of something, which usually that's what celebrations are, you only talk about the good side of things, then it makes complete sense. I don't think it's a I don't think it's an abnormal thing to celebrate something by only talking about how it benefited you at the same the time there song is a space negative. I'm it's, really not like, negative, I'm it's not negative it's not negative for them that's the thing 
that's what I'm saying. So this is a celebration. That's the badge of honor. That's the badge of honor. But that, but what I'm saying is every other culture, every other culture celebrates stuff, but that the stuff that they're celebrating may have been negative for another group of people. Like what? For an example, not that I'm disagreeing with you, but I just need something to well, relate to it. I mean, there's I can. The, the whole world, pretty much. I mean, people have done stuff to better themselves or to position themselves over another group of people and have celebrated that over time. So, it's... The, the only reason, I think if it was just about conquering lands and kingdoms, I feel like I would feel, okay, fine. <laughs> what colonialism did to the world was literally like strip people's identities make people feel completely less than and but now we literally have that that's happened throughout the whole that's happened throughout the whole of history yeah, the, that, the only that, difference the only that, difference the only difference in this is the scale and the reason why the scale was different was because obviously the technology was different if the romans or the persians had the technology that the british did it would happen on the same scale or if Genghis Khan had the technology, but we, the, the time in history that these events happened allowed for a certain scale of bad things to happen. But if you take it in proportion or if you take it into relevant times, these things have been happening throughout history. It's, it's, this is, that's the, that's the, that's the whole, the whole point of empire is you're forcing people that are not you to to be under you that's the point of empire and empire has existed all throughout the world throughout the whole of time it's just the british empire and you can say the ottoman empire are the the last two empires that we've had and they've been the most recent and obviously because if they're the most recent they're going to have the most technology they're going to have you know the stuff to do more so it doesn't necessarily change. I'm not saying that what they were doing was good. It was bad. But that's what empires are. They're bad. But I just think it's, it's <laughs> so. the effect of it now that's, that troubles me. Like, it's not just like, okay, they conquered the world. Great. Okay. This tiny island did amazing things from, on that scale. That's great. That's the but, point. But my thing is, Britain were the on the forefront of human rights in the world literally the magna carta they literally <laughs> why can't you be proud of that like why can't you write a song about that literally the world literally bases human rights law on the uk like i don't understand why we can't celebrate that that's great that's amazing that's something to be celebrated not raping people's lands and people no, <laughs> like, we, i just don't we, we know this we know this and i think <laughs> I, I think it's it's just it's the it's the it's the political climate and the dynamic that is just causing the the issues for for this in the first place so yeah. i think under normal circumstances um were it not for um for like racial tensions and everything like that if that was the if that conductor made had made that decision say 
I don't well, I don't know. If that if under different circumstances, I don't think the issue behind why it's such a big deal would be as high as it is now. Which What's that what's that Caribbean song? That Chishi Man song, yeah. Do you think that song can play on like normal radio? It can't. Because <laughs> it's not nice. It's not nice for gay people. Like it's just it's the thing of like I just feel like things go out of date. Yeah. Culture does change. Culture should change. Okay. Okay. Should the should the Egyptians celebrate the pyramids? Uh, now. Yeah, right now. As in, should they like? That's an interesting question. Right. That's an interesting question. The, the Egyptians think, should not the Egyptians should not celebrate should not celebrate okay as phenomenal as yes. the yeah. invention as the whole idea and the and the nature of the pyramids are mm-hmm. they should they shouldn't necessarily be celebrated that's my answer I think they're cool things to look at but the way in which they were built was not cool. <laughs> like me personally once again is one of those things where i feel like people should be allowed to celebrate what they want to celebrate in their culture and yes that's gonna you know play the blind eye to the negative parts of whatever it is that they are deciding to celebrate but we've literally every single culture in the world has great things okay. that have course, bad well, things that like, have created that great thing so, so if they want to if they want to celebrate something in their right. culture Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be celebrated. What? Female genital mutilation shouldn't be celebrated. I was literally going to say that. Oh that, my God. Yeah. That, that no, definitely shouldn't be celebrated. Anyway. Scarification of the Yoruba people on their faces. I personally don't think that should be celebrated. There are definitely, there's a line. There's definitely, definitely a line. Like things go out of date. Like, yeah. there's Quarter a point should... where I don't think the Egyptians are like, Oh my gosh, let's sing a song about how we enslaved people to build our amazing pyramid. Like, that's not, that's literally what that song is saying. Like, we went and took people's no, lands and these it's people saying, are it's saying, it's saying that they rule the waves and that they, they will never be slaves. And they made people slaves. That's so, that's so like, horrible. No, so what it is, yeah, what it is, is they're saying they rule the waves which yeah. at the time they, you know, they had the biggest navy, and they were saying they will never be slaves. Now, yeah. if you're a slave at that time, yeah, you'd be like, bruh. But, but it's not like. But yeah. it's not like they were saying we are going to enslave others. That's not what was said in the song. It's quite. It was definitely the connotation. It's not. <laughs> You don't it's think that's a, the connotation? It's a, no, it's it's the song is about competition. The song is about competition in Europe. I think it's important the, to not even be literal. Too literal. Having the biggest, think... the biggest navy, right? Before them, it was Spain. It was Portugal, right? They Spain and Portugal before them were more advanced with navy. Now Britain has become this superpower. It's a song about competition, really and truly. It's not but the so people that they're about... attacking aren't their competition. If they were going around conquering Spain and Portugal, 
fine. But they didn't do that. They went to Africa and India. That's what they did. Like, this is where I'm like, I can't. I get what you're saying. I genuinely get what you're saying. But for me, personally, like, I just, I can't, I can't gel with that. Like, I'm reading the lyrics and I'm just like, mm. I'm not, but I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying me. to say, I'm not trying to say, oh, you should love the song and hold it dear to your heart. That's not what I'm trying yeah. to do. I'm not trying to convince anyone that this is a song they should sing to themselves every night before they go to sleep. I'm saying if that's a song that they're singing, right, at this uh, proms or whatever, that none of us actually care about, I don't think it's <laughs> worth conversation. I honestly, I just, I, just like- I honestly don't. I feel like if that's something that they're celebrate, if that's the song that they're celebrating at the proms or whatever, cool, whatever. But my thing is, they lyrics, made it about have the lyrics. culture. It's, it's yeah, I think, I think they made it about British culture. Like this is what we have to be proud of. Yeah, and what yeah, they have to be proud of, they have the Commonwealth. We're a multicultural country. How can you make that the thing, that song the thing to be proud of when you're saying, "Oh, the Commonwealth, so amazing! Oh, we love you so much! Oh, come here, come to the country and work and be our nurses!" Like it just doesn't really make sense to me. Like I get, but I do get what you're saying in terms of it was at a time this they ruled the waves. That's something to be proud of. But what came from that and how the current state of Britain take away BLM, take away all of this stuff that we're going through, the Commonwealth. The idea that they, the Windrush generation, all of that kind of stuff. Like, how can you do have all of that and have benefited from people in that way and have a country that's as multicultural as the UK is and say that this song is what you're proud of? It just doesn't make sense. Make the, another song. The, point is, the, problem is, the problem is this can't be the hill you want to die on if you want that base level, fun, foundational, fundamental societal change. In, in the country's views on like yeah. race and and race, racial relations or whatever. This, I don't think I don't think I don't think this I don't think this I don't think this song has a big effect on race relations and the way people look at um but race in this country. These are, these are I said it's the other side that contribute to the larger. No, whole. I'm talking about for white people. I don't think it has a big uh, effect on how they look at race. And race relations in this country I don't think this song Has a big effect on it I feel like Them realising That the lyrics are problematic Will have an effect I'm not necessarily saying That this song in itself Because probably most people Don't give a crap about it But this being in the news And people being like Oh what actually are the lyrics Of this song And being like Damn That to me Is gonna is what might have an impact not I, I get what you're saying. I 100% get what you're saying. But I think it's the same thing with like um something Colston. What was his name? Uh, that Ed, got the Edward guy's Colston. statue. Yeah, the guy, his statue getting dumped in in the river or whatever. I feel like people would have looked at that and thought, damn, there was a statue of a slave owner just just chilling. And <laughs> like people wouldn't have known that. So I'm not necessarily saying that. And if they decide to remove it, I don't think that's necessarily something that's going to help black people, but it's definitely going to help white people that want to be anti-racist and understand the, the environment that black people have actually been living in. Like, that's what I, that's what I think it actually, like, that's the impact I think this kind of discussion has. All this symbolic stuff, I honestly think it's about white people. It's about them understanding what's going on in the world, the environment that black people have lived in and other people of colour, 
and being like, oh, rah, like, literally our very environment, the songs that we sing, the statues that we see, the way that things are structured are racist or are anti-black or are, um, are prejudiced towards people of colour. Like, that's what I think, because it's not just about us and what's got, it's, it's how it's going to benefit us. It's also about educating people on the other side of things. So, yeah. yeah it's definitely not, it's not, it's not a one put. It's not an individual, individual, individualistic pro, um, endeavor. It has to be something that that is filled filled <laughs> into from both sides, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, that's the reason why why I thought it was interesting. Anyway, it was just because, like, this is this is what is loud for them. This is what makes, um, like, some people think, oh, this is you know, this is one of the things that I don't like that you definitely can't take away. Like, hold on a second. And I don't know. It's, def- it's problematic to me because obviously, like you said, it's not big a deal. It's not that big a deal. But the problem behind it, it speaks to a, the larger issue, which we've been like kind of banging on about for centuries. <laughs> but I think Josh's opinion on this or like state on this makes sense because I feel like Josh is a very laissez faire, like attitude to some of this stuff. Laissez faire is good. Yeah. is is good if if I guess if it's not if it's not No, my <laughs> thing is my thing is just like I I, I obviously I I understand where you're saying okay listen you have black people living here like you have asian people living here they might even attend the proms right and if they find this And they're also british and they're also yeah they're equally as british as you and if they find this offensive don't you think you should do something about that that's all fair to me like i understand that i think that makes this unique but for me it's like at the same time imagine if some british people went to ghana right and they heard something in they maybe they went to a ceremony right in mm-hmm. in um in kumasi right and they were celebrating ashanti culture but you know, in that ceremony, maybe we talked about something that happened, a war that happened between the Ashantis and maybe the Fantis or something, right? And the Fantis were defeated, right? We have every right to celebrate that if we want to celebrate that. Now, yeah. It the f- what came out of it. No, <laughs> I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I think people have every right to celebrate whatever they want to celebrate in their culture. But at the same time, at the same time, I think the unique aspect of the example here is that the people that were affected by it are now living here, right, as part of what Britain is now, if that makes sense. So black people are now here living in Britain as what as part of what Britain is now, not what Britain here. was when the song was made. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, so that's the different. That's the different um, thing. But I will always stand by. If a culture wants to celebrate something, I'm not going to police them. If they figure it out what on if their it's own, inherently negative. If they figure it out on their own, right? If they figure yeah. it out that this is something we need to stop, and they decide to stop it, great. What race is the conductor? Do we know? I mean, this isn't. This isn't. He was white. He's definitely white. Because then yeah. that's them figuring it out on their own. Let them have their own conversation, to be honest. 
Maybe they should have a conversation about it. He was European, so I'm not. I'm not. So he wasn't British. Yeah, no, he wasn't British. Yeah, so that's probably another reason why they don't like it because it's like you're coming here. That's 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 exactly the example that I just gave. Like it's that whole idea of your like if it was a British person saying this, right, or a group of British people saying this, I think more of a conversation would happen if that makes sense. Because it's like, now it's internal, internal t- wrestling, right? But if it's a European guy who's been put into the position of conductor and he's saying, I'm going to take away the lyrics. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like me coming into your house and moving all the furniture. <laughs> like, we do it. But to be fair, the people that are objecting now are British people. Yeah, obviously. Now that the conversation has been opened, of course, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's I, I, I would be interested to see how this conversation goes because, at the end of the day, the song can be commemorated. Like it can be in history books. Like people can know that it was there. We learn about the British Empire. We learn about colonialism. We learn about the great impacts that it had in the UK, like actually in England, and we also and hopefully over time with what the BLM movement is trying to achieve, we will also learn a little bit more about what actually happened in Africa and in Asia. Um, But that can be in history books. Like, I don't think we have to erase, like people saying that it's an erasure of history, I think is complete crap. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an erasure of history. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, Like, but I think what what you'll find I think the song itself find, is erasing some of history. <laughs> so so um what you obviously what it's you'll, only giving one what side. Should, what you should try and open up your mind to find is that like this is how some people see it. Like I don't I don't begin I don't begin to imagine that um like a, a lot of these um I guess very hard pressed right wingers, for example, think that that then then their culture isn't being erased in some way, shape, or form. How? Why else? Why else would you be so mad about it? Otherwise, why else would you cause a fuss if you if if you didn't see it that way? Maybe they're just proud that this country's natural dish is curry. Maybe that's what they're happy about. Because I don't understand one earth you'd be so proud about of colonialism. It's because you went to Asia and found spices. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think well, we are in, I think we are in an I think we are in an interesting point in history because there is that question of how do you look at your past because I know a lot of for example this is another example a lot of Iranians still call themselves Persians because mm. they like to harken back to that time there's a lot mm. of Turkish people that love the Ottoman Empire and I mean, mm. their prime minister or president, whoever, whatever he is, right now, he's basically trying to turn the country back into the Ottoman Empire, right? He's trying to make it like a Muslim state and so on and so forth. So yeah. there is that, we are in an interesting point in history where it's like, okay, we're quote unquote in modernity and we celebrate all these things like human rights and blah, 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 blah. But there is that, tendency within groups of people to celebrate things in the past with which they believe they associate with me personally i I, i've said this before i don't know if i should be proud of what another 
a black person does or another Ghanaian person does. Or I don't know if a white person should be proud about what another white person does or what another British person does. Because at the end of the day, apart from the fact that we were born with the same color skin, I don't know you, you don't know me. Like I don't know name a black person that's done something great. Stormzy. Um, Stormzy, yeah, like <laughs> I don't know Stormzy. So why Stormzy, should I be I'm proud? If Stormzy yeah. done if Stormzy done something bad, if Stormzy done something bad, should yeah. I then also feel bad because I'm the same skin color as him? You should be like, oh, like, no, oh, I wouldn't. I I would not feel bad at all. And it's the same way why with it's the same way with pride. It's like if I don't feel yeah. bad just because a, a fellow whatever group person I'm in that group with person has done something bad i'm not also i don't then necessarily feel the right to feel good so like so like this whole song about rule britannia or whatever it's a bit of a delusion like all this national pride race pride, whatever pride it is it is a delusion but it's what people do to make themselves feel better about themselves and and we're in an interesting point in history with how people navigate that and we'll see how it plays out. But for me personally, I, I couldn't. Can I ask a question? Like, in regards to Ghana, for example, like, obviously, Ghana's doing really well with trying to improve their economy. They've got a new president. They're really trying to make new business deals to bring more money into the country. As a Ghanaian, are you not proud of that? Not really. Uh, I mean, to be to be honest, well, from what I'm, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, a lot of Ghanaians yeah. aren't happy with this president. Well, so, yeah, and it's a constant, that's a constant with Ghana. It doesn't. It seems like no matter what happens, the people are going to complain about one thing or another. It, mm. Am I happy that improvements are being made in the country? Sure, yeah. I'm happy, but am I proud about that? Because of the fact that I'm Ghanaian, no. Am I happy that changes are being made? That's a different thing, yes. But pride, okay. like, am I going to feel more proud being a Ghanaian just because of that? No. If that makes sense. No, I, it doesn't does make sense. I, I haven't always been like this, by the way. It's, it's right. been a, a process of this is where I feel now. Like, I don't feel pride in being a man. I don't feel pride in, you know, Whatever group I'm in, I don't really feel pride in it. If I do something good, yeah, I'm proud. <laughs> if I do something bad, yeah, I feel no, I, bad. I understand that. I understand that. Like, I do. I genuinely, I genuinely understand that. Yeah. But yeah. I understand why people do feel pride in those things, though. Let me not. Act, I'm not trying to act like, oh, I don't get it. You guys are crazy or something like that. No, no, no. I understand. <laughs> Now, um, I want to bring you guys' attention to a bit of sad news. Um, we found out, or I found out quite recently, anyway, uh, as recently as 4 o'clock this morning, that Chadwick Boseman has died of cancer. Um, it was, this one was very, very out of the blue, especially because... I don't know, I think I was like scrolling BBC and when I opened up the app, it was the last thing I expected to see, to be honest. Again, 2020 coming out in true form. <sighs> yeah. Where were you guys when this when you kinda heard about this? 
because I I wasn't in any way near prepared for it. I saw it at 4 a.m. as well. My friend sent it into the group chat. Uh, yeah, it was completely unexpected. Mm. Um, it was. It was. I didn't really process it because it's 4 a.m. Mm. So it's when I woke up. Saw all the messages again, you know, of people like actually saying R.I.P. and you know, people saying like paying their respects and stuff. That's when it really hit me that oh, this this man has you know um, passed away, um, and it just you know, whenever something like this happens, you know, we've had Pop Smoke this year, we've had um, Kobe this year, we've had uh, what was the YouTuber? Um, um, what was her name? Nicole. Um, and oh yeah, yeah. We had that woman that did uh, Love Island. What was her name? Uh, Caroline. Caroline Flack. Flack, Flack, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've had so many unexpected. All of them are unexpected. Like none of them is like, oh, we were prepared. The thing, so... There was some preparation. Yeah. It was just boom, like out of the blue, unexpected. So just I mean, I mean, obviously it, that spirals into you know, you f- you think you know. I mean, it re it reemphasizes the fact that you know, like nothing in life is actually guaranteed. Life will hit you with very very many unexpected lefts, twists and turns. Like I know for a fact, a lot of the deaths that have occurred this year, like you be these are these are people nowhere like near their they're they're ripening of age in in any way shape or form so it's 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 surprising and sad and obviously for Ch- for for Charlie Bozeman who obviously rose to to prominence through um the whole Marvel franchise and Black Panther you know everyone just losing their minds over that movie you know culture the cultural impact that he had in in his acting career has been quite strong one thing that that again makes it that more impactful is the fact that these are cultural icons and they're just and wafted away basically just blown away um joe how about you where were you when you found out what was the situation behind when you found out i was in bed um woke up was the first thing i saw on social media mm. um i think for me i'll be honest I'm not highly affected by celebrity deaths in terms of I don't feel, I don't like I don't want to say this correctly. You don't like you don't I come across like you're completely like I'm insensitive. <laughs> um, obviously, I it's sad. It's genuinely sad. But I know like some people were very much affected. For example, by cadets death by Kobe's death but like people were very sad was Cadet this I don't year? no that was I think that oh, was last, last year yeah that was last um, year but like I, I personally am not that affected by it it also might I don't know maybe it has something to do with the fact that I've never lost somebody before so I don't even know like what that feeling is <laughs> um, but the first thing that came to my mind is wow he's a bloody trooper like mm. to have been going through all of that and filming epic films, like doing epic things. Yeah. Physically um, demanding films as well. I don't know if you guys have seen 21 Bridges. 
but he was running around with that gun all over his face. I remember, I remember how much flack I was giving him for his accent in um, Black Panther, and now I just feel like, bro, you know <laughs> what? You did your best. You know what? You gave it a shot. Like, I allow you. I allow you because you know, I mean, to do all of those movies in that four years that he was suffering, yeah. right? Is just insane. And I, and and I saw something about this on social media, and they were saying like, the fact that he didn't say anything about it right because the truth we all know the truth of the matter is if four years ago he came out and said oh i'm terminally ill dot 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 everything that he would have done from that point would have been shrouded in this fact that oh he's ill and blah 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 blah. and it's like and i think i think for him it was i think the people that needed to know like his family and friends knew so he's not he was i don't i don't believe he was suffering in silence in that regard the people that needed to know knew but I think for him, it was probably an escape when he went to do what he does, where no one else knows about what he's dealing with. So he can actually like escape that. Because the thing with that, this type of illness is that it can literally take over your life. And I, I don't want to you know, guess what he was thinking, but I, I, I am going to guess what he was thinking, that the thought process was, I don't want it to take over my life. That yeah. I want to have... I want to live my life fully without everything being tied back to this. And so, you know, like obviously, yes, he's passed away, but I think he beat cancer in the sense of he didn't allow cancer to literally swallow and cripple his life. And he still made the most of the last four years that he had. Um, Which for me, I think that's the biggest thing I've taken away from it, that, no matter how big some a challenge may be or a cloud of darkness may be, you can still fight it, fight through it, and you can still determine the storyline you want to have for yourself. And that's that's personally for me something that's that's been on my mind ever since. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously it speaks to um, always being in control like i think one people one thing that a lot of people in life in general tend to struggle with is knowing that they're in control of the decisions that they make and decisions that they take and you know you prove that to yourself every day by how you overcome your own challenges and for chadwick's challenge which is which was cancer you know he proved that he was above it by doing precisely what you said you know, escaping that 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 dark black hole of just being in in having to go through chemo every day and stuff and leaving that aside to just go out and live a normal life. Yeah. It's definitely uh, inspiring. Yeah. I, I, I when when I heard about Kobe, right? And today when I heard about Cheswick, um I couldn't help but think like their final, final thoughts, right? If they had final, final thoughts. Um, like, would they have felt like they had made the most of everything? Would they have mm-hmm. felt like they made the most use of all their potential? And I, And then it just made me think, me personally, when I get to that point, are there any regrets that I don't want to have 
when I get to that point? And I've just been dealing with that question all day. But I wanted to throw that at you guys. Like, are there certain things that you absolutely, absolutely don't want to have this this certain regret when you get to that point? You know what I thought about earlier today? I thought about the fact that I thought about where I what I definitely don't want to be doing, say in my mid forties. And one of those things is like I don't want to be dating in my mid forties. <laughs> like, could you like? Is, <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought this guy was gonna say something like deep. <laughs> no, no, no. But honestly, yeah. Let me let me ask you that. Like, for example, having having you know one of those being in being in that situation in life is that something that you know for a fact you definitely don't want to be doing and if so why what do you mean well, dating like, in my 40s, dating in 40s. Yeah. yeah 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 no I don't, don't want to date in my 40s you don't want to be dating secondary school yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be dating in your forties, and you don't want to be um, you don't want to be in any any life situation that is that you feel like might be beneath you at that point. Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. hear that. Yeah, I think but it's that inter- being said, go on, go on. I think it's interesting. Um, was it, it's actually quite weird. Um, in regards to just to answer Joshua's question, it's weird because I listened to a podcast earlier by um, someone that I know. She's got um, Dara. She's got a podcast, and she does like kind of like it's like she's a Christian. She talks about like Christian things and devotion and stuff from the Bible. She was talking about purpose and living with a purpose. And if you don't live um, your life with purpose, then you're just existing. Um, and then. I listened to another sermon this morning about facing your giants and being looking at your own perception about how you you view your giants and how you shouldn't allow the things that happen in your life to necessarily affect your character and who you truly are. So I don't want to go like I don't want to preach to anybody, but it truly moved me. Like I just felt I don't know like that I feel like there's a message for me somewhere in that because I just feel like things are flowing really well in terms of what I'm taking from certain things and the first for the first thing coming to my mind from um from Chadwick's death was the fact that he accomplished so much and he somehow he was really purposeful in the way that he did things and the things that he did achieved so much and touched so many people it makes me think about how am I addressing certain things in my life Am I facing things head on? Am I giving my full potential to situations I should? Am I looking to God in situations that I should be looking to him to? It's very, um, it shakes me a little bit thinking about that kind of stuff. Because at the end of the day, if you don't live a purposeful life, I don't want to be that person that at the end of the day, it's like I haven't actually achieved what um my purpose is in christ i haven't done what i was supposed to do i haven't touched the people that i was supposed to touch the people that were supposed to find christ through me didn't find christ like all those kind of things that's why i'm like nah something needs to change um and i think i saw a lot of 
post was um, Chadwick talking about his relationship with God as well. And I think another um, post on um, Devon Franklin, um, where Chadwick called, said that he was living in the Book of Kings. And I was just like, this is a man of God. This is someone that understood the, the word and seemed to have a good relationship. And I'm hoping that we'll see him in heaven. But like, it's, it's just something that the way that he was living his life and even the attitude that he took to that, that to me is God-filled. So that, that's more so what I took from everything and I, I'm hoping that I can live my life in a similar way so when I am on my deathbed and when I am looking um, back on my life I'm able to say yeah I, I have truly done what the Lord has asked me to do so yeah mm. there's, there's my think, thoughts around that I think what you said is really good um, whenever I think of purpose right um, mm. I, I feel like sometimes we get a bit too cornered into this like sort of there's this one big final purpose yeah. that you're supposed to achieve, right? And sometimes people get so wrapped up in that thought that it disables them from doing anything in the first place because they feel like if it's not this one big thing, then I'm not doing anything. So what's the point? Yeah. And I think yeah. it's getting to that point of appreciating the fact that you have the gift of life. And because you have the gift of life, you're going to you're going to enforce and um inject purpose into everything that you do so it may not necessarily be the biggest thing right but because of the fact that you are alive just to have the opportunity to do that thing you're going to make sure that it's purposeful um yeah. you guys already know I, I love i love kanye right and whenever whenever he talks about his his um his car crash right and having his mouth wired shut and him realizing that him being alive was a second chance. And then that being the fire for him to literally wrap through the wire in hospital with the wire still in his mouth. And then that being the song that makes him break through into the mainstream. That's, that's an example that is always in my head where it's like, okay, that could have gone a completely different way. He could have had his car crash and been like, woe is me. How am I going to do dot, dot, dot that I planned, uh, you know, blah, 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 that I planned. I can't do it now. I can't do it the way I wanted to do it. And then he just becomes this purposeless wanderer that just wallows in the fact that something bad has happened to him. Mm-hmm. Instead, he, it becomes a life-changing turning point for him. All mm-hmm. because he found the purpose in the bad thing that happened to him and i think that's what chadwick did he found or he put purpose even into this part of his life which most of us would you know not necessarily think to do yeah yeah, exactly we wouldn't have that reaction i think um the the concept of enforcing enforcing purpose into the things you do in your life is equally as important so you may not necessarily come across those life-changing situations that that occur for you to like for example with Kanye West's situation that make you think I must now enforce purpose to what I'm doing like sometimes you need you do need to to just think I I need to enforce purpose to the things I do like for example what makes you put in maximum effort into doing the things that you do on a daily basis like what makes you actually take the time out to, you know, type out a really good 
essay or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever it is you're doing at that point in life, you're applying maximum effort to that thing that you're doing, and uh, amongst the difficulty, the the very tall wall that is cancer, you know, you're still trying to high jump, man, and that speaks to the character of that human being for real. One last thing, we need to start, you know. Even as young people, we need to start checking up on our health and, you know, taking it seriously. Mm. Even though I'm here drinking my um, my tropical punch, <laughs> and you know, I might get a takeaway right after this. Um, oh, but, <laughs> but 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 we do we do actually like at the end of the day we live in the a lot of um. What's that stuff in the environment? Polluted? Yeah, we live in a polluted, you know, environment. English. <laughs> oh my gosh. We live in a lot of pollution. We live around a lot of technology. Humanity has never had to live in so much decadence. Stuff around us yeah. as we do yeah. now. So we don't really know the effects it's having on us. And so we've always got to be on top of this stuff. You know, um, don't be scared to see your doctor. Don't be scared to, um, yeah, to just face up to things. Yeah. Rather than let it take you for surprise. 100%. Rest in peace, Chadwick. And uh, prayers to his family, you know. Now, what I want to bring your attention to is what I believe to be a a full-fledged Generation Z phenomena out in the world. And it concerns um, TikTokers um, pretending essentially to be Holocaust victims. Uh, So amongst the users is a growing trend of of this point of view video where, for example, a TikToker will simulate themselves in a situation for the viewers. They would, in this specific instance, what they're doing is like they're pretending to be downtrodden uh, Holocaust victims who, for example, might be in a situation with a concentration camp guard or in a gas chamber, something of that insane nature. Now, obviously this is in poor taste, but I think I want to get you guys' view on this in particular. Like some of them have said that it's for educational purposes as opposed to likes and views. What do you think about that? Like, do you think that you can educate someone properly on the history behind, behind uh, Jewish oppression in a TikTok video? oh man (laughs) what's the line between entertainment and and education because i remember when the um bbc3 um started doing like documentaries that they claimed were for educational purposes but i was thinking "Mm, i don't know just seems like this is another way to entertain people now. Is TikTok really a platform 
that people are going to for education? Is that where we are in society? That we're looking to TikTok? I, I have no idea. All I know is that usually when people say they're doing something for educational purposes, they find it easier to get away with it. So, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, it's it. It can't be for educational purposes. There's no way, because uh, t- TikTok to me is is what Vine was to me a few years back, right? In the sense that it's like a very short clip. All you see is a lot of noise, a lot of very little dialogue, just context, right? You're going off of context to see what's going on in the video, and you're, I guess, making a judgment based on what you see. Now, what kind of judgment can you draw from a video where, whereby, you know, I think one of them was, one of them was telling a story, and it goes along the lines of, oh, I, I was in my village, and the guards, the Gestapo, whatever, they dragged me out of my my cabin, and they started beating me and my family. Like, it's it comes across as to me trauma porn, right? It's just your it's shock value for the purpose of shock value for views and likes. There's no way that this could ever be educational. Mm. Right. Um, I think I agree with you. There definitely are like educational videos on TikTok, but there's a lot of context provided and most of them are like, they're talking, they're telling you stuff. So we've had um, educational videos about, how the health system treats black women for example on, on tiktok and it's, it's a very different thing to what you're talking about and it's purely educational in terms of the way that it's being portrayed i think at the end of the day if we look back to like secondary school kids are twats and they're insensitive and they don't understand the implications of what they're doing i think that's it <laughs> like are we just as that should we should we should we not um should we not address the issue of why it can be problematic for a teenager to to show what they're showing without without any without any forethought as to the impact it might have. I think the only reason there's but a that's major what impact. Just do that's what that's what yeah. we do as teenagers. We do stuff without thinking. So isn't I that think the just, only reason this, this is just another example of that. Hundred. I think the only reason there's a major impact is because it's again it's on the internet, like. Honestly, if we think back to secondary school, the stuff that people did, the stuff that people said, people were racist, people were misogynistic, people were just disgusting. Kids are disgusting people until they become adults and learn things about life. Like, genuinely, like, kids are not nice. So, when it comes down to it, this whole thing... My only issue is that it's online, and they're probably going to get judged for it later. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> a, that's, that's the problem. So, there's a... There's a, there's a things on the internet don't go anywhere yeah they stay there forever so you you have to be you have to at least have some consideration of the fact that like the kids that are putting these up obviously they they don't think about it right and that's that's where we're all at we agree that they don't think about it but should they should they should they not be informed of the implications of not thinking about it, have it on, having it on later? It's like OnlyFans, right? Some many people, many people that that uh, have used OnlyFans and have actually shown nudity on OnlyFans talk about the fact that they they're embarrassed about having 
used OnlyFans. Really? Do you know what? I've seen something. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen something. Um, there was a, there's a woman. That, there was a woman that posted on OnlyFans, right? And she's like, oh, um, she's basically done makeup to make it look like she's been beaten up and she's bruised. And she's like, she's made a video and she's like, oh, I've been kidnapped. Um, um, if you if you donate or whatever and at this link, then maybe my kidnappers will let me free. And she's she's basically just in like in a bra, basically. And she's got this makeup on and she's created this scenario and she's saying, Oh, I've been kidnapped. If you if you don't I don't know the word donate or give to my OnlyFans, my kidnappers will set me free. And I'm like does this woman not realize that basically mocking a kidnapping situation could possibly be traumatic to someone that's actually been through that as she's doing it for the sake of what doing something a bit different and unique on only fans but this Can is what is that are we sure that's not like a fetish thing like i am sure because whether it's a fetish whether it's a fetish or not that's, right that's it's still something it's still it? something that it's still it's still something that could potentially this because the reason why we're saying this is a problem the whole holocaust thing is that it could be offensive to to jewish people basically but only mm. fans the only reason i'm saying that is only fans is something that you pay to have access for no no this so woman this woman was posting this on instagram and saying if you go to my only fans oh, then you can give and right. my kidnapper will let me free okay I thought she put a video on OnlyFans where she was like, oh, nah. I've been kidnapped. Don't uh, she had put this on. Yeah. So for me, it's like, this is just where the internet is, right? Where people are just doing the most. And that's the currency of the internet. Like the currency of the internet is attention grabbing. It's shock value. That's just the, that's, yeah, shock value. It's like, how how much attention can you grab for yourself? Because... We need people's attention to sell adverts. That's the bottom line of the internet. That's just what the internet is, right? Any app new, that you're on that is free is there to keep your attention for as long as possible so that they can sell you adverts. That's that's what the internet is. That's what social media is. So mm. as long as that is the case and as long as that is the currency of the internet and social media, we will continue to see insensitive and shocking things. Until it's no longer shocking to us. That is why we are seeing videos of people being killed on social media. And it's being spread because it's shocking, right? Until it's yeah. not shocking anymore. So yeah. now you can see someone get shot seven times and it, it doesn't do anything to you because we've been seeing let's, it let's, since. Let's walk through the implications of that then. So like this shock value as... as the stakes need to be raised and raised and raised continuously to the point where, you know, we, we, uh, we actually, what, what are the, what, what do you think, what do you think um, the implications are then? Let me just say this. What do you think the implications are of that increasing raising of that shock value? Because I am of the opinion that, that it's a, it's, it's a downward spiral into the like the continued degradation of society basically <laughs> i think the speed i think the internet speeds up everything and anything 
So if society is heading in a different direct, in a certain direction, the internet is going to speed that up. And that's what the internet does. It just speeds, it speeds everything up. It makes everything quicker. So if the if society was going in a good direction before the internet, the internet would have speeded, sped that up. But society was going in a certain direction before the internet. The internet itself is not bad. It's merely a tool that we use. And society was going in a terrible direction before the internet. And the internet has just sped that up. So that's my opinion anyway. Joe? Genuinely, and this might sound mad, I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to have to start legislating some things and we're going to have extreme um, censorship laws. And all I can say is uh, just waiting for the law to come through the clouds because, um, yeah, I just honestly feel like it's, it's going to be a thing where... Um, it'll get to a point where you can't put certain things on the internet, can't say certain things because it's just too terrible. It's too much. And that's going to lead to a whole lot of other problems. My problem is who gets to say what's too much and what's not. Yeah. who's the, And who? I feel like it's going to lead to a whole lot of other problems because someone's going to say, yeah. I mean, I know me personally When I think of censorship Like, because obviously the whole idea of free speech yeah, And it becoming a big thing Was for the sake of people That are in minority groups That usually wouldn't be heard To be able to speak freely Right, mm-hmm. but now it seems like the issue of free speech is kind of on the other end, where it seems like people that feel like they're being attacked through it, minorities that feel like they're being attacked through it, kind of want the the free speech of people that are attacking moderate. them to be to be moderated, moderate. right? Yeah. And so it's a weird thing because it's like it's now been turned on its head. Now. Um, for me, but there's obviously like, an insincerity with how uh, people who who are the usually the the fighters for free free speech tend to abuse it. Aren't we? But that's the, like, but isn't that the, but isn't that the point? the The point of free speech is to be allowed to use it however you want. That's the point of it being free. Yeah, it's it can't truly be free if you're told, free. "Hey, you can't use it in this way." Then there's no free speech. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's the dichotomy. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's I don't, I don't. Obviously, I don't know how we can figure that out then, because obviously someone's going free. to. I promise you, someone's going to figure it out for everybody. No, no one's figuring this out. This is this someone's is no going to say you cannot say this. We'll turn up at it's, like, it's like when Honestly, we were talking about it's like when we were talking about Wiley, right? Yeah. And him getting booted off social media and all of that. And I said, listen, I don't think Wiley should have got booted off. I don't think um who's the white people that have said bad stuff? Katie Hopkins. Katie uh, Hopkins. I think all of them should be allowed to stay. And you know what? I actually agree with you. But the fact that these things are happening, I'm telling you. We're gonna start being restricted. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we yeah, can for sure. it. Yeah. Like because at the end of the day, like 
things are going to get so bad and some and sometimes and i feel like that's how things will be introduced like things are really really bad people are saying all kinds of rubbish we need to have this reduced and then that's when we're going to have a censorship that people are not happy with um but then this is the thing like the internet is going into a realm that we've never existed before before in because for example with like these elections right we're getting russian bots and all of that making accounts and sowing all kinds of conspiracies and thoughts into people's minds which are having effects on whole countries elections we've we had i don't know if you guys seen that video where they've put like they've done this thing and they've basically put mark zuckerberg's face they've basically made a video of mark zuckerberg saying something but it wasn't him but it looks Mm. exactly like him there's a name for that stuff isn't it i can't yeah i can't remember Um, what it's called facial mapping right so they map your face if they've got enough pictures they map your face the 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 expressions you make depending on on what word you're trying to say what phrase you're trying to say and then they just superimpose that onto what what is using your voice and all that stuff like it's all advanced to the point where shit is very very accessible and can be can be used for top tier top level manipulation i think right. there was a documentary done on it because I, I think i watched a little bit of it and i think initially it was used like a lot in porn to like have like celebrities and whatever yeah, yeah yeah but then it became a thing where people are now using it to like jo- for like joke videos like oh trump said this oh Obama yeah yeah they've got this. the video of like they've got that video of um um oh, i saw a video they've got a video of um you know that show where it's like the it's like a white woman from america and then this nigerian guy and he's he wants to marry oh her. yeah yeah yeah, I'm nice today. And fiance. Yeah, and they've put Trump's face on the white woman, and they've put Kanye's yeah. face on the uh, on the um, Nigerian yeah. man, right? Yeah, and it's like it's mind-boggling at first, but, <laughs> even, but like even with that one, you can tell it's fake, right? You can you can tell it's fake, but with the Mark Zuckerberg one, you you can't, you, you literally cannot like. Yeah, it, and I think the documentary it, was saying that as much as people are using it as a joke or whatever now the technology is becoming more and more advanced and obviously with yeah. the Mark Zuckerberg thing that you're talking about and eventually it's going to, be, going to become a security issue because someone will mm. be able to say that you're, you were somewhere yeah were. someone could say you did this crime they go with a video blah 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 blah, and it wasn't mm. you and you weren't ever there yeah. and it's like so the internet is like yo it's the internet is crazy man it's like what is going to happen with the internet we don't really know and we like, think about it, the internet's only been around on a mass like on a mass scale since the 90s so what that's 30 years think about how long humanity has existed and in 30 years yeah we've built this completely shape shifting like yeah. it's crazy it's yeah, absolutely it's crazy when you think about it and this is only 30 years in. Imagine in 30 years' time what it's going to look like. Anyways. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I feel you. Um, but I guess just obviously putting all of that aside, um, we'll have to see where this whole um, story like develops to. So this TikTokers and their, and their ill-intentioned... Um, Attempts at education. Um, yeah. we'll leave TikTok it there, is but, trash. Um, <laughs> I've never used that app. 
The only TikTok I've ever seen is um that Jason Drulo guy dancing. Yeah, no, he puts a lot That's of effort. That's the only thing I've ever seen. Those are pretty clean. Those are clean. Yeah, the graphics um, are good. The graphics he does yeah. are good. But outside of that, I've never used TikTok in my life. There's some funny people on TikTok. There's a lot of black people on there trying to educate people about stuff. I think it's cool. I don't but. think TikTok is the avenue for education. No, I don't think that's the platform. There's two no. TikTok staying. So many young right kids now. use it. So many young kids use it, and I just think like the way that some of the videos I've seen have articulated um, certain issues around cultural appropriation, around colonialism, uh, like loads of different stuff. Like I think that's pretty cool. That like a thirteen year old would find it and be like, oh, okay, but. Um, yeah, the, the videos that have been described are are contrived and strange. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, but that's it. That's it. Um, in regards to all our social media platforms, so what we would like you guys to do, um, we'd really, really appreciate it on podcasts, Apple Podcasts in particular. Um, we would like for you to leave a review. You don't have to say anything. In particular, you could say the weather's terrible outside, whatever. Uh, just leave a review. That helps us with the charts and stuff, helps us get more exposure. So I'd really appreciate you guys doing that. On YouTube, if you could, you could subscribe, we'd really appreciate that also. And yeah, just like and share, do all of that good stuff. We really appreciate it. But that's it for now, guys. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time. We out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>